Today, hope is needed more than ever, and the good news of Easter is that hope is alive. We invite you to gather with us this Easter at Mariner's Church, where we'll be celebrating Jesus' victory over death and his invitation to new life. Invite your friends and neighbors and join us at one of our many in-person Easter services. We have gatherings for every comfort level throughout Orange County, and if you're not ready for physical gatherings, tune into Mariner's Easter services online. We can't wait to celebrate with you. Visit marinerschurch.org for all of our service times and locations, and have a happy Easter! Hello, and welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens, because of who Jesus is and what he has done. I'm Gloria Bashara, and I'll be your host. Today we're looking at two verses. The first is Job chapter 4, verse 7, and it reads, Who, being innocent, has ever perished? Where were the upright ever destroyed? This verse is spoken by one of Job's friends, the moralist, as we've been calling him. And he is just beating the drum that Job must have sinned to bring about his suffering. He's holding on to um, a very old school thought that only the wicked suffer. And Job must have done something to cause this. And he just cannot imagine a situation where someone innocent would suffer so greatly. And the second verse is found in Isaiah chapter 53. It reads, but he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him and his wounds were healed. Though he had done no violence, nor was any deceit in his mouth. This verse is from the Old Testament, a prophecy of the Messiah, a sinless savior dying for our sins and being healed. Now, the Bible is one story made up of many books, the story of Jesus and God's redemption plan for the world. By pairing these two verses together today, the Kellers are pointing us to God by pointing us back to his plan. In the Bible, every story we see of brokenness or failure point to the need for a Messiah. And every story of of a righteous person points to one greater still to come, Jesus. Isn't it amazing that even in Job, which is chronologically one of the earliest stories in the Bible, we see Jesus. We see the need for a Savior. We see him showing up in very real ways. Now, there are many parallels between Jesus and Job. They were both righteous. Both suffered greatly, both physically, spiritually, emotionally, Both did not sin in their suffering, and both were ultimately redeemed. And of course, there is also a few very significant differences. One of the biggest being that Job's life was spared by God, but Jesus' life was not. Again, this brings us back to God's plan. This quote from the Kellers today stands out. It says, the evil that assaulted Jesus in the end destroyed itself. Jesus' death for our sins means that someday God can destroy all sin and suffering from the world without destroying us. This is a great and beautiful God-sized plan. 
and it requires a great amount of faith and trust for all believers from now until the ending of this plan unfolds. So how do we live wisely in the in-between? How do we practice trust in God and in his plans in our everyday lives? How do we trust in his plan, trust in his timing, trust God to bring about justice? These are things we hear a lot, but how do we do them? Again, we can look to one of the things Job and Jesus has in common as an example for us. Something to, even though, of course, we're all broken and and not sinless, we can still try to emulate or look to as a guide. Both Job and Jesus pleaded to God on behalf of those that had wronged them. Job asked God to forgive his misguided friends, and Jesus begged God to forgive those that crucified him. Now, pleading with God for forgiveness of those that had wronged you, that is a really powerful step in trust and faith. Our invitation today on our journey to Easter card is to trust in God, our father, to bring about justice. Both Job and Jesus practice this, and we're invited into this journey of trust as well. So what would it look like to pray for our enemies? Now, enemies is a loaded word. But simplified, it's people or areas in your life where you feel opposition. You know, maybe someone took credit for an idea you had at work. Or maybe a friend or family member is being hostile towards you. The world expects us to respond to injustices in their many forms with retaliation, with anger. To take matters into our own hands. So praying for those actively working against us is a deeply spiritual yet practical way to trust God to bring justice, to trust in his plan, to trust in him to bring justice, not only in our lives, but for the world. A verse that comes to mind is one of the verses that we are invited to meditate on today, and it's Romans twelve nineteen. It says, friends, do not avenge yourselves. Instead, leave room for God's wrath. Because it is written, vengeance belongs to me. We can endure trials, hardships, opposition from our enemies with hope and trust by coming back to God and his plan, his timing and his execution of justice. And trusting yet again that his ways are higher than our ways. Let's pray for that today. God, we ask and we beg and we plead for your justice to come in our lives and in our world. We see so much, God, suffering, injustice, trials, pains, and we know that in it we are not alone, but God, we invite you into those spaces to remind us of your plan, to remind us that you are so wholly sovereign and so caring. Lord, today would we create space 
to meditate on your words and to practice trusting in you for injustice. Lord, we pray for our enemies, all of those people and situations in our lives that feel like active opposition towards us. God, we pray for wisdom and understandings through these situations that we could surrender the outcome, that we would give it all up so freely, God, because of the work that you did on the cross. We recognize that in many ways, we have been in direct opposition to you. And so in the same way, Lord, that you extend forgiveness to us, we pray that we could extend that forgiveness to those in our lives, even the people that it's hardest We pray for grace today. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.